You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First base umpire missing the call to end the BYU third. Josh Cowden was called out when he was safe. It goes as a 4-6-3 DP. Should have been a 4-6 reaching on a fielder's choice for Cowden. Oh, it's hit hard right at the second baseman, and that's why he bobbled it. Yep. Ran hard down the line, beat it. Umpire said otherwise. Peck bobbled, got to Young for one, retiring Deming at second, but the throw to first was not in time to catch Cowden, but the first base umpire judged otherwise and ended the inning. The Kooks' first scoreless inning. They went one in the first, four in the second, held scoreless in the third. The Cougars have had runners in every inning. The runner in the third was Austin Deming, singling to center. And then part of that 4-6-3 DP. The Cougs have had two 4-6-3s in three innings so far. BYU 5, though, and Pepperdine 1 is our score. The 0-2 to the leadoff hitter here in the, th- in, the thir- in the fourth for the Waves, Ryan Johnson. Sterner. Away for ball one. One ball, two strikes to Ryan Johnson. 5-3 on the uh, sacrifice bunt in the second for Johnson. Swinging strikeout. Jack Sterner, two Ks in the first. Nothing in the second. Two Ks in the third and a strikeout to lead off the fourth. So Ryan Johnson is sent back to the dugout on a frontwards facing K. It'll bring up Charles Messino. Now Jack Sterner may be settling a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, it's all about that breaking ball. When he's got that going, he's really good. The righty Sterner with one out and no one on. And a four-run lead. It's taken for ball one. Sterner's on the Sterner's on the hill. The Cougs tend to play well as a team around him. More on that as the count goes to one and one on Charles Messino. In Jack Sterner's starts, the Cougs are nine and four. Far and away, the best record for any pitcher. Again, Jack doesn't get, you know, the decisions on those. In fact, yeah. he only he, his official record's one and two. Doesn't go long enough to get decisions, but he tends to bring out the best of his teammates around him on Friday nights, and the Cougs have a good record when he's on the hill. Yep. And then what is it, Bryce, that's got our best record overall as far as getting decisions, if I recall? Robison on the year. As the count goes to two balls and two strikes, is seven and two. The seven wins for Roby are four more than anyone else on the roster. Yeah, and he was the benefit of coming in in long relief a few times. Two-two with one out, no one on. Here in the top of the fourth, Messino fouls to the screen, stays two and two. Messino walked and was stranded in the second. Hits now for the second time. Uh, are you kidding uh, check me? Check swing single. It'll be an infield single to third base. Just threw the barrel out. Didn't really want to swing. Connected with it and sent it to the bag at third. Deming slid to collect the grounder, but no throw coming. An infield single. And excuse me, single by Charles Messino to third base. Yeah, your first call, the check swing single. It's just like he, uh, he wanted to stop his swing and... Uh, bad luck there for Jack. So one out and one on. 
with Messino reaching on the inadvertent hit to third base. Joe Capper is the catcher. Reached on a fielder's choice in the second. It was a play that brought a throw homeward from Austin Deming to retire Justin Lutz. Capras grounded to Deming. High chopper that Austin handled. Got the force at home. Erasing Lutz. He got to first at Capras on the fielder's choice. Empty count. One out. Squares. Lays it down the third baseline. Deming charges. Handles with the glove. Throws and gets Capras at first. It'll be advancing to second on the play. Messino on the bunt laid down by Capras. And Deming's done everything asked of him so far tonight. Yeah, he really has. Two hits. Made all the plays. Nicely done. He had a tough day on Tuesday, but it's nice to see him bounce back. He's been nails with everything so far tonight. So runner on second and two out. For the top of the order, Wyatt Young. Grounded out in the first, flew out to center in the second, hits now with two out in the fourth. BYU 5, Pepperdine 1, our score here in Provo. That's high for ball one. From Jack Sterner, 73 miles an hour on that one. Young hitting 312, but hitting 412 with runners in scoring position, and he's got one right now in Charles Messino. Yeah, Jack, Jack got him out in a big spot with bases loaded and two outs. He's got to do it again here. Got him to fly to center. That was back in the second. That's inside to Young for two balls and no strikes. We have two out in the Pepperdine fourth, and BYU up by four, five to one hour score. Both teams have five hits. The Cougs have five runs on their five hits. The Waves is Singleton. Sterner glancing back at Caparis. Kicks and comes plateward high for ball three. So 77 pitches now for Jack Sterner. Last time they had their hitter in 3-0 count, they let him swing. Foul back to the screen that time, right? On the 3 0. 3-0 here with two out and one on. And a take for strike one. So Sterner is sitting at 78 pitches. He's almost at his pitch count for the entire game that he threw last Friday and stocked him when he was seven complete. He's in the fourth inning of this one. But as you mentioned, different lineup he's facing tonight, different set of requirements. The 3 1. Mmm, didn't get him. High and away, it's outside for ball four on a five-pitch walk to Wyatt Young. So Young takes his base, and now it's two out and two on. You're in the top of the fourth for Jack Sterner. Yeah, and you hate to give free base runners to Pepperdine, especially when they have this guy coming up. He's about to equal last week's seven-inning pitch count in his fourth inning of work here tonight. Empty count and two out, two on for the Waves here in the top of the fourth. Now the BYU bullpen gets active with that pitch number climbing for Sterner. Billy Cook singled, stranded in the first, struck out in the third, hits now in the fourth with his team down four and two out, two on. Billy Cook, 385 with runners in scoring position and the runner in scoring position is Charles Messino at second. Wyatt Young is at first. Billy Cooks in the box, the slugging percentage leader for the Waves. 
Sterner kicks and fires, and did it get him? It did. Yeah, Hit him on did. the arm. Hit him on the front arm. So Sterner on pitch 79. Pitch 80, beg your pardon, right there. Hits Billy Cook, and the bases are loaded. Yeah, tried to go to a curveball, and it just it actually didn't look like it hit him. But uh, oh, it did, mm, just barely yeah, grazed, grazed the elbow. elbow. Yeah. So on the replay, the grazing of the elbow puts Billy Cook at first base in a conference on the mound. Pitching coach Michael Bradshaw, catcher Abe Valdez, and Jack Sterner converse as Cooper McKeon and Carter Smith get up in the BYU bullpen. It's an 80-pitch night so far. We're in the fourth inning. So through three and two-thirds, Jack Sterner has thrown 80. His team has given him a five-run, a 5-1 lead, but the sacks are stacked with waves. All this happening with two outs. Johnson struck out. Messino singled. A bunt by Caparis moved Messino over. And since then, a base on balls and a hit by pitch. So one hit, but three runners on for the Waves here in the top of the fourth inning. BYU 5 and Pepperdine 1. Yeah, flirting with danger here. Big spot in this game here. Right-handed hitter, Aran Modlin. Takes ball one. We saw what he did last night. He could tie this up with one swing right here. Three-run home run in the fifth after singling in the fourth as he went two for four last night. Lifts it to right field. Gamble to the right field corner and off the wall, off the base of the wall in right field. One and two and now three waves score. The bases are cleared. It's a three-run double to the right field corner for Aron Modlin. A big bat again for Modlin. Three RBIs last night, three RBIs so far tonight, and it's a one-run ball game. Five to four, the score. BYU's five-run lead is down to one. And the check swing single, the walk, and the hit by pitch, and the big double. All of a sudden, it's a one-run game. Free bases always come back to bite you. A three-RBI double to the right field corner with bases loaded. Aaron Modlin clears them. Two out now for John Peck. He hit a solo home run his last time up. And Jack Sterner's now thrown exactly as many pitches as he threw Last Friday in Stockton in a seven-inning gem. And now he's won over that with pitch number 83 coming in for a called strike with two out here in the top of the fourth. BYU 5, Pepperdine 4. Cougs led 5-0. Then one in the third and so far three in the fourth for the Waves who have Aron Maudlin at second base with a two-out double. John Peck. Chops it fouled on the third baseline. It'll go to 0-2. So Sterner now gets to work ahead of Modlin and two gone and one on here in the top of the fourth. Find a way to keep that runner at second here, Jack. The 0-2. Forthcoming to Peck. Three for seven so far in the series. That's ball one on the 0-2. So one ball, two strikes to Peck. Moore Park, California native, freshman. 
The second baseman, the stellar play over the rail last night. Off the bat of Cole Gamble. The 1-2 with two gone, one on. The wind-up and delivery from Sterner. And that takes a funny hop, but to Andrew Pintar. Handles cleanly, throws to Wilk, and the side is retired. BYU stays in the lead, but a three-run inning for Pepperdine in the top of the fourth. For the Waves in the fourth, three runs on two hits. There were no errors, and there was a runner left on. We go bottom four, the score, BYU 5 and Pepperdine 4. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Abe Valdez leads off the bottom of the fourth for BYU and takes ball one from Shane Telfer. Telfer working into his fourth inning. Jack Sterner just completed his fourth inning for BYU. Cougs in front, 5-4 to four to the bottom of the fourth. Telfer on the 1-0, delivers strike one to Abe Valdez. Abe singled in the second and was erased on a 4-6 ground out. I think that's probably the only time in his career here that he had a bunt single. I don't think he's ever done that for us. He did lay it down in the second nicely to reach. Takes, rather, strike two is in on the 1-1. Goes to 1-2 and two on Valdez. Abe two for his last 12 with a run scored. The 1-2 from Telfer. Away from Valdez for ball two. Lead-off hitter here in the bottom of the fourth is Abraham Valdez. 217 is average on the year. But 333 leading off. Reaches out and fouls it out of play. For two balls, two strikes. BYU 5, Pepperdine 4. Cougs open on top, one run in the first. Four in the second to go up 5-0. The Waves have scored the last four in this game. Four runs, six hits for Pepperdine. Five runs, five hits for BYU being BYU being out hit while currently outscoring the visitors from Malibu. The 2-2 to Abe. High for ball three. Full count to Valdez. And the, and the story so far for me is Cougs are up 5-4, but uh, Pepperdine pitcher's only throwing 55 pitches compared to Sterner's 80-something now, right? About 30 more Yeah, for, for Jack through four innings. Full count to Valdez. Rips a hard shot. Get on your horse. To third base. It'll go to the left field corner. Abe's going to round first and get to second with a sliding double. Abe Valdez, two for two tonight. And that was just sizzled down the third base line between the third baseman and the bag. Gets all the way into the left field corner. And Valdez is at second with a leadoff double for BYU here in the fourth inning. Yeah, hit that ball well right down the line. Past the third baseman. Nicely done. So Abe, after going one for his last 11, goes two for two in this game. Has reached safely twice and is at second with no one out. And pitching coach Jim Lawler is out to converse with Shane Telfer. And Lawler's going to have a word with the home plate umpire, Joey Stegner, at the same time. Was visiting with Coach Lawler yesterday. He's an old friend of former BYU pitching coach Bobby Knoll, who's actually in attendance, I think, at tonight's game. To hook back up with his old friend, Coach Jim Lawler, the pitching coach for Pepperdine, as a pitching 
mound visit continues and a pitching change is about to take place so we'll take a 60 second break the waves are going to the pen on the new skin BYU Sports Network you're listening to Cougar Baseball alongside Tuckett Slade here's the voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel pitching change for Pepperdine the right-hander Dane Morrow replaces the southpaw Shane Telfer Telfer went three complete, didn't get it out in the fourth, and leaves the game, making way for Morrow. A 6.41 ERA, a record of 0-1 on the year, making his 11th appearance. Ten of the 11 appearances out of the bullpen. Has pitched in 19 and two-thirds of innings, given up a hit per inning. Has struck out 14 in those 19 and two-thirds. Batters hitting 247 against him. And one thing about him, in only 19 and two-thirds, he's hit six batters. Yeah, that's not going to work. And 11 walks, so, I mean, that many free bases. We'll see how the Waves play it with Morrow on the mound. And Abe Valdez at second with a leadoff double for BYU here in the fourth. BYU five. And Pepperdine four is our score. Both teams six hits here on a chilly May night at Miller Park. Really warm day yesterday. Very nice. And then that wind of the evening late last night brought in the cold front that has clouded things over. Brought a little bit of rain. For tonight's middle game of a three-game set, BYU bats with Brock Watkins, the nine-hitter, playing shortstop and digging in against Dane Morrow. On deck is Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre has scored twice tonight. First pitch to Watkins is high and away for ball one. One ball, no strikes. And no one out and one man on for BYU. The runner in scoring position is Abe Valdez. And Watkins with runners in scoring position, hitting 189 on the year, below his 212 average. Foul tip for one and one. Pepperdine's team ERA coming in two tonight, 5.44. And that's not that's not like Pepperdine. Usually they have really good pitching down in the threes as a team, especially when you're pitching in Malibu and the ball doesn't travel anywhere. Foul back to the screen by Watkins. A 5.44 team ERA and batters hitting 274 against the Waves this year. So both numbers elevated what you'd expect. Well, and that's why their win-loss record is the way it is because they have such a potent offense. Two guys with 13 home runs apiece, for example. The 1-2. And that's popped up. Down the first baseline, loops into foul territory. Peck there and can't make the catch. Uh, He can't make that one. He can make the one last night, but not that one. He made a more difficult (laughs) grab last night over the rail. This was about five yards shy of the rail. And just like last night, Lutz wasn't going to get it, and Peck had a good grab, a good look at it, but couldn't haul it in. It was actually off his glove near the rail and near the Pepperdine pen down the first baseline. So it'll go as a strike. Had to go a long ways to get there. Good effort. One ball, two strikes, no one out, and Valdez at second. The one-two to Watkins. And a swinging strikeout, and Watkins is retired. 
So Brocker reached on a fielder's choice and scored in the second. Is punched out in the fourth. BYU 5, Pepperdine 4. Our score, top of the order. Mitch McIntyre back up. Yeah, just blew the fastball by him there. BYU's team ERA, just by way of comparison, 4.17 compared to the Waves 5.44. And batters hitting 250 against BYU coming in two tonight. Empty count, one out, one on. Bottom of the fourth, and Mitch McIntyre is in the batter's box. McIntyre walked and scored, or rather singled and scored in the first, then walked and scored in the second. Scored two of BYU's five runs. Cougs up 5-4, bottom four. Valdez takes his second base lead. Left-handed hitting McIntyre, facing the righty hurler Dane Morrow, who delivers ball two. Two consecutive balls from Morrow to McIntyre. 2-0 with one out, one on. Again, BYU's best hitter with runners in scoring position is Mitch McIntyre. 395 on the year. He's got a man at second and Abe Valdez, who led the inning off with a double. Brock Watkins followed by striking out. Top of the order, McIntyre. Third batter in this inning. First in the order. High for ball three. So Mitch McIntyre now has a three and out count coming his way from Dane Morrow. Danny Jelilich on deck. Followed by Pintar and Gamble. Just waiting for Cole to figure it out again. Get back to his sweet swinging ways because he was red hot for weeks. The 3-0 and the take to ball four. Oh, ball Valdez, got away. Valdez. Oh, Valdez was not moving on that one. He's got to get to third on that one, Greg. That's one he's got to get to third there. So the pitch that walked McIntyre got away from the catcher, but Abe was more going back than away from second. And he'll stay at second. So first and second, one out. So McIntyre has now reached safely in each of his three plate appearances. Based on balls in his last two plate appearances, he's at first. Valdez is at second. Danny Jelilich now with an RBI ground out in the second. After walking and getting stranded in the first, hits with one out and two on. One ball delivered from Dane Morrow to Danny Jelilich, tonight's left fielder. Danny's uh, older brother Matt played at Pepperdine. One out to Danny. Takes away for ball two. There was actually a season when they were both, one was here, one was there at the same time. They played against each other early in uh, in Danny's uh, career. And uh, their mom would wear a jersey that had half Pepperdine, half BYU on it. And uh, and then after Matt graduated from Pepperdine, he came here to grad school. And so he actually was our graduate assistant for a season in 2018. Matt's a great kid. A two out to Danny. One out, two on. High for ball three. They go back to Mitch. Tried to back pick him as he dives back head first and gets a hand in safely. So three balls and no strikes. He was 3-0 to McIntyre too, wasn't he? Yes, he was. So after the strikeout. Back-to-back 3-0 counts to McIntyre and now Jelilich. And he'll take for strike one. Three balls and a strike. One out and two on here in the bottom of the fourth inning. This game is 90 minutes old. We're not yet halfway home here at Miller Park. Be selective here, 3-1. Jelly. Three balls and a strike, and that's a walk for Jelilich. So Danny takes his base, and yet again, 
For the third time in four innings, BYU's had the bases loaded at least one time. And again, it's always nice having Andrew Pintar come up in these spots. So Valdez to third, McIntyre to second, and Jelilich to first on the base on balls. And Pepperdine's pitching has been problematic. As good as Pintar's been in every spot offensively, this is the one category with bases loaded that is not his best friend. Bases loaded, take strike one, does Andrew Pintar. Pintar with the bases loaded, one for nine on the year. Runners in scoring position, 388. But you stack the sacks and the number drops. We'll see how Pini does here with the bases loaded. And one out goes to one ball and one strike. Take on ball one. Cougs up five to four from the bottom of the fourth. Five runs, six hits for BYU. Four runs, six hits for the Waves. The one-one count and one out. And the bases loaded here for Andrew Pintar. Mm, Pintar takes strike two. Juicy look there and let it go. He's not throwing fastball to him. That's three straight sliders to him. Battle here, Penny. Battle. One ball, two strikes. One out and bases loaded for BYU. Leading by one. The Waves have scored the last four after BYU went up 5-0. Penny wisely takes sign away for ball two. I tried to sneak an outside high fastball to him. Good take. Andrew Pintar, three for five in the series with a base on balls. That base on balls walk that came in the first inning tonight. And a two RBI single in the second for Pintar. He fouls out of the play down the first baseline. Yeah, good battle there. Another slider running away, just foul it away. BYU went up 5-0. The Waves the last four. 5-4, our score. Bottom four, two, ca- uh, two balls, two strikes. One out, and bases loaded for BYU. Valdez at third. McIntyre at second. Jelilich at first. The 2-2 two, two to Pinney. A swing and a miss, and a swinging strikeout frontwards K for out number two of the inning yeah. as Pintar trudges back to the dugout. Yeah, Trey chased a slider down in the dirt. Bring up Cole Gamble. No better time than the present for Cole to break out of an 0 for 13 rut. Oh, he's so due right now. 4-6-3 DP in the first, struck out in the second. And last night against Pepperdine pitching as Gamble takes for ball one. He was 0 for 4 with one strikeout. He had a ground out, a strikeout, a fly out, and a pop-up. About every way you can do it last night for Cole. Ground out in the first, strikeout in the second for Gamble tonight. 1-0, two out, check swing, foul down the third base line to one ball and one strike. Have some fun here, Cole. Have some fun. Pressure's on the pitcher. Of all the good things Cole has done this year, the one thing he hasn't done is record a hit with the bases loaded. He's had four chances, 0 for 4. The 1-1 count, two out and bases loaded. Takes away for ball two. Two balls and a strike from the relief pitcher Dane Morrow in for Shane Telfer. Telfer went three complete. 
Gave up a hit to Valdez in the fourth, and that was it. 2-1, two, two out, three on. And that's ripped by Gamble. Just foul, foul down the first baseline into the deep right field corner, but a good 10 to 15 yards foul once it hit the ground. Yeah, out in front of that slider there, a good swing. Just out in front, pulls it foul down the line. Hit it hard, though. Counts even, 2-2. Two and two. Come on, Cole. Win this battle here. Need a big hit right here. Come on, Cole. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Bases loaded for BYU. Bottom four, Cougs up 5-4. to four. The left-handed hitter, Gamble. The righty thrower, Morrow, who kicks and fires, and Cole... Slices it back to the screen. It'll stay two and two. BYU's RBI leader. 0 for 6 in this series with two Ks. And seven left on base. Takes ball three. Full count now to Cole. Three and two. Two out and bases loaded. And knock or walk here. Runners be running. On Everybody the- on the move. Yeah. Yep. The full count to Gamble. Morrow winds up and delivers. And Gamble gets bat on it, but fouls it out of play down the first baseline. Well, well out of play. Well, and that pitch right there is the difference between when you're red hot and confident and when you've been struggling because that was 89-mile-an-hour fastball right down the middle, the same pitch that we've seen him hit out of the park, you know, the last few weeks. Count stays 3-2 and two. with two out and bases loaded, runners on the move in a one-run ball game. And, oh, it's a backwards K. Cole thought he walked in a run. He's upset as home plate umpire Joey Stegner punches him out with the backwards K. So Gamble strikes out for the second time in three at-bats. Back-to-back Ks for Gamble in the box. And we are through four complete for BYU. In the bottom of the fourth, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. Three were left on. We go to the top of the fifth. BYU 5, Pepperdine 4, the score on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's our first BYU pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Cooper McKeon, the southpaw, enters the game to start the fifth inning. Cooper making his 24th appearance, tied with Reed McLaughlin for most appearances. He pitched just last night. Did McKeon through 22 pitches, went one and a third, two hits and a run. It was earned. He struck out three in the process. BYU five and Pepperdine four. As well as things have gone for BYU in scoring five runs, think where things would be if the Cougs could get some bases loaded knocks. They're 0 for 5 with the bases loaded tonight. Pepperdine hits here in the top of the fifth. Leading off is Justin Lutz. Lutz, one for one with a base on balls. Singled in the second, was forced out at home on a ground out. Then walked into advanced the second, stranded on a wild pitch in the third. Hits in the fifth now. BYU up five to four. And takes strike one. One ball, one strike to Justin Lutz. BYU's up one. The Cougs had a 5 nothing lead. After one in the first and two in the fourth, the Waves answer one in the third and three in the fourth. 5-4, top five. So in every inning so far, one team has scored in its half of the inning, and when it scores, the other does not. Cook scored in the first two, Waves in the last two. Top five, ball two, 
taken by Lutz. Chops it, a one-hopper to Jacob Wilk. Wilk handles, steps on the bag, and Lutz is done. And one out here in the top of the fifth. Yeah, it was like getting a quick out. So Cooper McKeon is one out into his outing. As Reese Alexiatis will hit next. The DH singled and was stranded in the second. Struck out looking in the third. He bats now in the fifth. Facing the BYU Southpaw, Cooper McKeon. A 5.84 ERA. His record 2-1 on the year. And he's averaging almost one and a half strikeouts per innings pitched. And he gets called for strike to Reese Alexiatis. The 0-1 to Alexiatis. One out, no one on here in the top of the fifth. Almost halfway home. Here at Miller Park in Provo. BYU 5, Pepperdine no Pepperdine 4, our score. The 0-1. 0-2. Swing and a miss from Reese Alexiatis. Alexiatis has reached now in 13 consecutive games after his second inning single. McKeon seeing action for a second time in as many nights. And he pitches roughly every other game, does Cooper for BYU. The 0-2. That's well away for ball one. 24 appearances in this BYU's 49th game. Number 50 will come tomorrow. At to 106 Mountain Time, our scheduled first pitch for BYU and Pepperdine series finale. And for BYU season finale, the Waves will go on and play in Stockton next weekend. The 1-2 with one out. And a swinging strikeout. Cooper McKeon gets Alexiatis down on strikes. No way. Cooper striking somebody out? Isn't that crazy? He never does that. We talked last night at length about the the, the, the limited you know, number of pitches he'll get in the course of a game, and yet he'll always find a way to fan at least three guys. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So for Coop, that strikeout 35 in his 25th inning of work. Empty count. Two out, no one on. Ball one delivered to Ryan Johnson. Johnson, sack bunt in the second, strikeout in the fourth. So he's 0 for 1. BYU pitchers have six strikeouts. The sixth recorded by Cooper McKeon moments ago. 1-0. That's laced, but right at the left. Oh, it's going to jump in front of him. I thought he had a nice jump on it. But yeah. it'll be in front of Danny Jelilich for a single you don't see. Thought it was going to hang yeah. up, and then Danny just kind of stopped his run, and it dropped in front of him. Yeah, he's mad at himself because he knew he because he went back real fast, and they thought it might have been hit, you know, towards the fence. But then it was just off the it was jam shot, and had to shut it down and let it bounce in front of him. So it goes as a single to left for Ryan Johnson, a two-out single, Pepperdine's seventh hit of the night. BYU being out, hit 7-6 right now, outscoring the Waves 5-4. The next batter is the catcher, or the left fielder, Charles Messino, catcher Joe Caparis on deck. Messino, one for one, base on balls in the first, he was stranded. And then singled in the fourth, and stranded. The 1-0 with two out and one on for Pepperdine. The southpaw McKeon kicks and fires, skips it to Abe. Abe keeps it in front of him, and the runner stays put at first, Ryan Johnson. Two balls and no strikes, two outs, and a runner on for the Waves. Here in the top of the fifth, 
We've almost hit the halfway point between BYU and Pepperdine. Middle game of a three-game set. Waves won last night 6-3 to three here in Provo. Left-handed hitting Messino. Chops it foul. Just outside the third base bag. Deming was there, but it was foul ball. Two balls and a strike. Two are gone here in the fifth inning. Ground out from Lutz. Strikeout from Alexiadis. But then Ryan Johnson lacing one to left field. It dropped in front of Danny Jelilich for a one-hop single. Left fielder Messino. Nine for his last 22 at the plate. Hitting well. Hitting in the eight hole tonight. The 2-1. That's high for ball three. Three balls and a strike. BYU scored the first five. Pepperdine the last four. Five to four is our score here in the top of the fifth. With Ryan Johnson taking his lead. And Charles Messino resetting in the batter's box. Cooper McKeon kicks and fires on the 3-1. Right up the middle off maybe the heel of McKeon. It was off his heel. And it stayed in front of him. Wow. And so the liner up the middle bounces off the lower extremities of Cooper McKeon. And as he's pirouetting around trying to find the ball, it rolls a few yards in front of him and goes as an infield single for Messino. So two outs and now two on for the Waves. Off his back heel. And now they're going to come on out to the mound and might might be it for Coop. That'll be it. So McKeon gives up a couple of hits. The last one of the fluky variety. And that'll be it. PZ Printing Pitching Change will tell you who it is coming in after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's our second PZ Printing pitching change for BYU, brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Cooper McKeon made a brief appearance. He's replaced now by Carter Smith, the righty Carter Smith, a 4.12 ERA, an 0-4 record on the year. He's the only real pitching regular without a win for BYU. Now into his 40th inning of work. 39 and a third for Carter. 45 Ks in those 39 and a third. Enters the game with two outs and two on. Pepperdine with Ryan Johnson at second and Charles Messino at first. The number nine hitter, the catcher, Joe Caparis, first up to face Carter Smith. Greg Rubel and Tuckett Slade with you here at Miller Park in Provo. Joe Caparis, a 212 hitter, 222 with runners in scoring position, and he has one of those in Ryan Johnson at second base. McKeon threw 15 pitches, gave up two hits in two thirds of an inning, worked, swing and a miss from Caparis. Runners stay put as the ball skipped away from Valdez, who tracks it down. So BYU 5 and Pepperdine 4, our score. Cougs on to their third pitcher. Sterner, then McKeon, then Smith. Righty, lefty, righty for BYU. Carter Smith takes a look back at second. 
Kicks and comes Plateward. And that's another swing and a miss. So he gets ahead of Caparis 0-2. Caparis fielder's choice reach in the second. And a 5-3 ground out on a bunt in the fourth. Yeah, that's two sliders out of the zone that he swung at. It's a good matchup for Carter. The 0-2 with two gone and two on for Pepperdine. Top five. Delivers well outside for ball one. Batter sitting 278 against Carter this year. Has given up just to one home run on the year. Two on, two out. One two the count to Joe Caparis. On deck hitters, the top of the order, Wyatt Young. Stays alive in the at bat. Fouls it to near the Pepperdine dugout. BYU and Pepperdine playing for a 50th time all-time tonight. Pepperdine's 30-19 and 19 in the series. One ball, two strikes, two out, two on. To number 22, Joe Caparis. Carter kicks and fires. Good swing, strikeout. So, Carter Smith comes in, faces one batter, and puts him down on strikes. We go to the bottom of the fifth for Pepperdine, top five. No runs on two hits. There were no errors. There were two left on. After four and a half, it is BYU 5, Pepperdine 4 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pinch hitter for BYU to begin the bottom of the fifth. Cooper Vest will hit in the place of Jacob Wilk. So likely first base for first base here, right? Yep. Now that they have a right-hander in the game, giving the left-handed Coop a chance. Lefty hitter Vest. Facing Dane Morrow, the righty on the hill for Pepperdine. It takes ball one. Jacob Wilk started at first, went 0 for 2 tonight. Strikeout and ground out. Cooper Vest now hits in Wilk's spot in the bottom of the fifth and takes two balls to begin the at-bat here in the bottom of the fifth inning and BYU up 5-4. to four. BYU has won nine of its last 13 coming in two tonight. In the Pepperdine series, BYU's won five of the last nine as Morrow delivers strike one on a half-offering bump from what did, Cooper Vest. What did you say our record here against them is? All-time, nine and seven. Under Mike Littlewood, 8-5. and five. Morrow inside on the 2-1. Goes to 3-0. Oh, hit him. It did clip him. So, so it's a hit by pitch. It was far enough inside that Vest did get rushed. And so he'll be at first base. Austin Deming coming up. And Deming is 2-2 two for two tonight with a pair of singles and a run score. So Cooper Vest reaching on a base on balls here in the fifth. And Austin Deming on a two-for-two night. Hitting from the right side, facing Morrow, and Morrow delivers ball one. BYU five, Pepperdine four, our score. Bottom five here at Miller Park in Provo. Austin Deming did not play last night. Was one for his last 15 coming in two tonight. Then goes two for two. And 
scored a run in the second. A four-run second for BYU. Second inning, best inning for BYU this year with 40 runs scored in that inning. Four of them coming tonight. Taken strike, strike one from Austin Deming. So Dane Morrow replaced Shane Telfer. Telfer the lefty, spelled by Morrow the righty. Cougars expect a left-hander to go tomorrow. Nathan Diamond is the projected starter. That's away from Deming for ball two. Two balls and a strike. We have no one out here in the bottom of the fifth. Lead-off man on for BYU in the form of Cooper Vest. Pinch hitter. Takes a base on balls. Actually hit by pitch to get on first. Check back to Vest. Back safely. Two-one to Deming. Inside for ball three. Pitcher Dane Moore working on the first base side of the rubber. He's behind Deming. Three-one count. Uh, be on time here. Put together a good swing or take your walk. Deming singled and scored in the second. Singled and was erased on a 4-6-3 DP in the third. And takes his walk. So the first two runners on for BYU here in the bottom of the fifth. Hit by pitch and a base on balls. And so this game, somewhat of a microcosm of Pepperdine's season. They have eight hits. They're out hitting BYU, but the uh, pitching is not keeping Cougars off the base pass. And just imagine what the score could be. Like you said, if we could have got a couple of hits with bases loaded. We've gotten a couple of, of RBIs in those spots by putting a ball in play. But uh, need to come up with some hits here, some big hits. So runner in scoring position here for Joshua Cowden. Cowden hit by pitch and scored in the second and then hit into a 4-6-3 DP. And the call was actually wrong on the play that got him at first. He beat it. First base umpire judged differently as that's high for ball one to Cowden. Runner at second is Vest. The runner at first is Deming. Two on, no one out, bottom five, and 1-0 the count to Josh Cowden. The BYU DH left-handed hitting Cowden against the righty Dane Morrow. Inside for ball two. Morrow's about to throw his 40th pitch in relief of Shane Telfer. 2-0 the count and 2-1. Be ready to hit right here. Cougs have had five at-bats with bases loaded tonight. The way this inning is going, you might get another one here soon. There's a strike on a 2-0. Two balls and a strike. Josh Cowden steps out. Resets his stance and gets ready to face Morrow on the 2-1. Pepperdine's won three in a row, four of six coming into tonight. Playing some good ball late. Play at Pacific next weekend. BYU season done tomorrow. That's ball three low. Three balls and a strike to Joshua Cowden. So the Cougs are a ball away from getting another bases loaded situation here. Well, and it's been the the pitching this year for Pepperdine that's really struggled. Last year, their team ERA in their 15 games played was a 2-9-1, right? This year, they're... Almost double that. Yeah. 3-1 to Cowden, 2-1. And he swings on it and pops it up. 
Behind home plate, but shy of the screen. Catcher Capras near the... Oh, oh, it'll get into the stands. So just over the screen, Capras gave chase to the backstop, but about a yard or two of Carey took it over the screen and away from Capras. Count goes full. Three balls, two strikes, no one out, two on for BYU bottom five. Cook scored one in the first, four in the second. Had been blanked in the last two innings. That first inning, though, saw BYU bases loaded, no one out. Got just the one run. Three balls, two strikes to the D.H. Cowden. Kick and fire, and Josh hits it in the air to right field. Right fielder has a beat on it, just shy of the track. Will make the catch. Tagging and going second to third is Vest, and it'll be corners with one out for Abel Dez. Yeah, and last night that would have for sure been a home run with the way the wind was blowing. But today, cooler temperature, wind, not really a factor at the moment, but in batting practice, the ball just wasn't traveling at all. That center field flag kind of hanging on the pole right now. Good cut by Cowden. Gets to the track, but just the track. Vest tagging and moving second to third. Deming stays at first. So runners on the corners and a visit to the mound. Pitching coach Jim Lawler here in the bottom of the fifth. BYU 5, Pepperdine 4 is our score. The Waves four runs on eight hits. BYU five runs on six hits and a pitching change. We'll give that to you in 60 seconds. We'll take a break here in the bottom of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pepperdine goes to the pen here in the bottom of the fifth inning. BYU 5, Pepperdine 4, one out. And runners on the corners. For the new pitcher for the Waves, Michael Mahoney. Right-hander Mahoney making his ninth appearance of the year. A 3.00 ERA. A record of 1-1. He's only pitched to six innings in his previous eight appearances. In those six innings, he has struck out five. Allowed three hits, two runs, both earned, and has walked five. Batters, though, getting uh, two of them just a 158 clip. Abe Valdez will be the first to face Michael Mahoney, the right-handed hitting Valdez, the righty thrower Mahoney. Jersey number 31 on the orange tops for Pepperdine here today. BYU in the navy blue jerseys. Runner at third is Cooper Vest. The runner at first is... Austin Deming, first and third, one out, and Abe Valdez stepping in on a two-for-two night, a single and a double in the second and the fourth innings for Abe Valdez. Here's a spot where you need to put the ball in the outfield here. Stay out of the double play here. Abe squared pulled back on ball one. There's going to be a safety squeeze right there. One thing Abe does is respond with runners in scoring position, 308 on the year. About 80 points higher than his season average. There's a run to drive in. And lays off ball two. Cooper Vast to pinch hit for Jacob Wilk to begin the inning. Was hit by a pitch. Advanced to second on a walk to Deming. And then tagging going second to third. Was Vast on the flyout to right by Josh Cowden. Valdez hits with one out. 2-0 the count. Runners on the corners. BYU up one, 5-4. The kick and fire, and that's three pitches, three balls from the new pitcher Mahoney. 
So Valdez will likely be taking here. And the Cougs may take their way into a bases-loaded situation for a sixth time. At least six at-bats with bases loaded. Cougs about the bases loaded will be three times in five innings if they get the bases juiced here. That's inside. A four-pitch walk to Abe Valdez. The bases are again loaded for BYU. I believe it's the fourth time it in five innings, fourth. right? It yeah, it was yeah. loaded in the first and the second and the fourth and now the fifth. Well, Brock had a chance with bases loaded early in the game. He got an RBI on the fielder's choice ground out. Beat out the double play. Vest at third, Deming at second, Valdez at first. BYU 0 for 5 with the bases loaded tonight. Brock Watkins himself is 333 on the year with the bases juiced, and he takes ball one to start his at-bat. I was going to say, if there's one guy who's had some success, it was Brock. I think has a couple of hits with bases loaded this year. Two for five. Yeah. Well, he was two for five coming into tonight. Does have two on the year. Two for six now with one hitless at-bat and bases loaded tonight. So two for six, bases juiced for Watkins. Have some fun here, Brock. 1-0, one out. Bases loaded. Fouls it back. Strike one. It's the count even with one out. And Cougars at every base here in the bottom of the fifth inning. This game is kind of meandering past the two-hour mark right now. We're just over halfway home. BYU 5, Pepperdine 4. BYU 5 runs, 6 hits. Waves 4 runs, 8 hits. No errors in this game. There were no errors last night. 1-1 the count. One out. Bases loaded. Breaking ball for ball two. Well, if there's one big adjustment that, that Brock needs to make going into next season and playing this summer is cutting down on the strikeouts, right? He's getting close to almost 50 strikeouts on the season, and that's just way too many for as talented a player as he is. He should, at max, have 20 strikeouts in a season. Just more focus on putting the ball in play. Two balls and a strike to the BYU shortstop, Brock Watkins. 0 for 2 tonight with a run scored. It's inside and tight for ball three. Three balls and a strike. Be selective and here. And one out. Be selective here. Make him come to you. If it's not yours, take it. Get to 3-2. And if it's a ball, obviously you'll get yourself an RBI walk. Watkins has an RBI ground out tonight. 4-6. Reaching on a fielder's choice in the second to score a run. Three balls and a strike, one out. Bases loaded with Cougs. Cougs up 5-4, to four, bottom five. Mahoney kicks and fires and hit him. Hit him in the back. It'll bring home a run. So a hit by pitch. And this inning has gone sideways on Pepperdine from the mound. Two hit by pitches, two bases on balls, and the Cougs have scored a sixth run. They get a run in here in the fifth. And the Cougars yet to have a hit in this inning. How about that 3-1 curveball he goes to there and hits him in the back. Nice at bat, Brock. And now we need to make him pay for this inning. Right here with a hit. We need a hit right here, Mitch. Cougs make it 6-4 in the hit by pitch. Top of the order, Mitch McIntyre. Takes strike one. Mitch hit with the bases loaded to end last night's game. Struck out in the bottom of the ninth in the three-run game. He was the go-ahead run at the plate. 
takes strike one. 0-1, one out, bases remain loaded. Deming at third, Valdez at second, Watkins at first. Vest just came in to score on the hit by pitch. The 0-1. BYU 0 for 5, bases loaded tonight. And that ball skips to the catcher for ball one. One and one, one out. Capris used his body to block it there. As that went in the dirt, Capris did well to keep it in play. One ball, one strike. I'll tell you one thing. They're not changing their philosophy. They're still throwing a bunch of breaking balls. Even though they haven't been for strikes, they're not not changing. They keep throwing them. Mahoney wind up in delivery. And outside, too far outside, ball two. Two balls and a strike to Mitch McIntyre. Mitch one for one with a couple of bases on balls tonight. And he has scored twice, scoring in the first and the second. Two balls and a strike, one out. BYU up two, six to four, bottom five. And Mitch McIntyre laces that. That's going to get down to the gap in left center. One run will score. A second comes around to score. Here comes the third. The throw in time. Gets Watkins after two of three. Leave the bases and come home. The score is eight to four. It's a two-run double for Mitch McIntyre. Two of the three runners on base score. The Cougars get a hit with the bases loaded and bring home two. And you've got to be satisfied if you're BYU bringing home two to go up eight to four. Yeah, you get the big double there by Mitch. And and Brock was a little hesitant going off first there. I thought Coach Pratt was going to hold him at, uh, at third. But uh, a great relay. An absolute perfect strike to the dish to barely catch him at the plate. Took a perfect throw, and they got it. But big hit there by Mitch. Deming scored from third. Valdez scored from second, but Watkins could not make it all the way around from first. A double for McIntyre, though, scores two of the three who were on base. And the Cougs have a three-run inning going here in the bottom of the fifth. Danny Jelilich singles. Mitch McIntyre's going to round third. He's going to come home. The throw to the plate will be cut off, and McIntyre scores to make it 9-4. to four. Danny Jelilich with an RBI to left field. Nicely done. On time for the fastball. Hit it right past the third baseman, and Mitch is going to score easy. Nicely done. Nicely done. Offense. BYU 9, Pepperdine 4, the score now. One in the first, four in the second, four more now in the fifth for BYU. And Andrew Pintar hits with Danny Jelilich now at first base. Chops that to third. Fair ball knocked down by the third baseman. Throws to first. Will not get Penny in time. Infield single. Or will they call it an error by the third baseman? E? Yeah, I think it's going to be Yeah. It was a sharp shot to third, but all Maudlin could do was knock it down. Didn't handle it cleanly. By the time he handles it, Penny beats it to first base. And so the first error of this game will go against Pepperdine. And the Cougars have two out. And two on in already a four-run inning. So the first error of this series goes against the Waves here in the bottom of the fifth. BYU 9 and Pepperdine 4, our score. The Waves will change pitchers. We'll take a 60-second break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
was it two weeks ago tonight that uh, Danny Jelilich played his last game? And he was actually having a good game that night at San Diego. It was two for three with a run scored in an RBI. Two weeks later, gets back in the lineup and responds with an RBI in the second. Another one here in the fifth. And he's having another nice night as he's back in the lineup. And he's actually at second base as we come back in with Andrew Pintar going to first on the E5. And so with Penny at first and Jelly at second and two out for BYU, the Pepperdine Waves make a pitching change. Go to a southpaw with the Cougs now leading by a score of 9-4. to four. And the Waves will go the southpaw Tyler Murrah out of Dallas, Texas. Murrah, six foot 165, the junior. You're talking about Jelich and his his injuries, you know, twice, you know, injured with a hamstring. And the frustrating part was this is the best he played in his career. His swing had never been better. And, you know, he had a really good 2019 season, but he was on pace to have an unbelievable year this year and then obviously had the injuries. I feel so bad for the kid because he's so such a hardworking kid and he's, he's an amazing kid. Cole Gamble, ninth hitter for BYU here in the fifth inning. Cole 0 for 3, a 4-6-3 DP, a swinging and then a looking strikeout. Well, normally with Jelic at second, a single here would definitely score him with his blazing speed, but he's not fully running 100%. Due to that hamstring. 9-4 to the score. BYU's up 5. Gamble hitting with 2 on. Two balls, no strikes to Cole. Cole Gamble's 0 for his last 14. And the crazy thing is it follows a stretch when he had a 16-game hit streak. Yeah, I mean, that's baseball. It can humble you real quick, <laughs> and things can change on a, on, on a dime. The 2-0 to Cole, the 2-out, two 2-on. Two that's ball three. So 3-0 and to Gamble. Three straight balls thrown from the new pitcher for the Pepperdine Waves, Tyler Murrah. The Waves started a lefty, went righty-righty out of the pen, back to a southpaw here in the fifth, 3-0. And Cole takes a four-pitch walk. Another bases loaded situation for BYU. The Cougars have hit around here in the fifth inning. Cooper Vest, who began the inning by pinch hitting for Jacob Wilk, hits as the tenth batter in the inning. It's a four-run inning so far for BYU. Nine to four the score. BYU nine runs on eight hits. The Waves have as many hits as BYU for five fewer runs. Yeah, it's been the, the free bases. That's the key that tonight for the Cougar offense. They've done a really good job of taking their walks. Cooper Vest was hit by a pitch to begin the fifth inning for BYU and came around to score the first of four Cougar runs here in the fifth. And there's a strike. The first strike thrown by Tyler Murrah to Cooper Vest. Really comes from the side on you, doesn't he? He really does. As a left-handed hitter, it makes it tough on you because he's stepping all the way to the first base side and then side-arming it across. Makes it tough. 0-1 with two out. And is that going to get down on left center? It will not. 
Left fielder comes across to make a nice grab. Charles Messino on his horse to the gap in left center and makes the catch on a sinking ball hit by Cooper Vest. But on the 10th batter to come to the plate, the Cougars do plate four runs in the bottom of the fifth inning for BYU. Four runs on just a couple of hits. Well-timed hits. There was an error, and there were three left on base. BYU 9, Pepperdine 4, our score after 5 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We go top of the sixth here at Miller Park in Provo, Utah. BYU 9 and Pepperdine 4, our score. And the first batter of the sixth inning here for the Waves has brought up an interesting situation here. Tuckett, describe for our listeners what we just saw. Yeah, it looks like Abe got crossed up and was expecting a slider, and he threw a fastball, and Abe completely missed it. And so it was 93 miles an hour right to the face mask of the umpire. So the trainer is checking on him right now to see if he's okay. He says he's fine, but that's not fun. That's not the way you want to start the inning if you're, if you're Carter. Home plate umpire Joey Stegner. Takes one for the umpiring team tonight on ball one. So the Cougs have a four-run bottom of the fifth that we just got out of. What was significant for BYU was a hit with the bases loaded. Yes, it was. And, of course, who would it be? Mitch McIntyre. BYU now one for seven tonight with the bases loaded, but good to get off the uh, the offer they had going with bases juiced. Four-run inning for BYU in the fifth, nine to four to the top of the sixth. Leadoff batter for the Waves is the top of the order, Wyatt Young, 2-0. And fouls it out of play on the third pitch from Carter Smith. It'll be two balls and a strike. Just one error in this game, one error in this series so far. And Pepperdine committed that error, allowing Andrew Pintar to reach in that four-run fifth. Slow roller up the middle. Watkins handled kind of double clutched and then throws late and White Young beats it down the first baseline. You knew with the way that he can run that uh, he's got to get rid of that ball. So it ends up being an infield single. Watkins ended rage towards second. Again, just didn't quite get it out of his glove the way he intended to. And by that time, Wyatt's down the line for the infield single. So leadoff runner is on for the Waves here in the sixth. Brings up Billy Cook. Single strikeout and hit by pitch in his three plate appearances. Away in the dirt from Smith. Abe slides to his right to handle. One ball, no strikes to Billy Cook. Cook one for two with a run. Young leading at first. Smith comes homeward and delivers two straight balls to Billy Cook. Cook on the year, 264. But 340 with runners on. 13 home runs to lead the Waves and the WCC. Co-leader with Justin Lutz on Pepperdine's roster. High and tight for ball three. So three straight balls thrown from Carter Smith to Billy Cook as the second batter of the sixth inning. BYU's got a five-run lead for the second time tonight. Cougs led 5-0 before the Waves rallied to make it 5-4. Then a four-run fifth for BYU, 9-4 here in the top of the sixth. 
One on, no one out, and a 3-0 count from Smith, and he's walked him on four pitches. That's not the way you want to start. You give up an infield single, and then you walk the guy on four straight, and you have a five-run lead. You just put up a big four spot to take a big lead again, and you got him. You got to throw strikes. Aron Maudlin on a five-game hit streak now has reached safely in 17 consecutive games. Struck out in the first, grounded out in the third, and then a three-RBI double in the fourth. Three RBIs last night and three RBIs tonight and a meeting on the mound. Carter will stay in the game, but Mike Littlewood led that conference on the hill. Yeah, coach is just trying to talk to him, settle him down, realize, hey, we need you to get we, hey, we need you to throw some innings this game because Jack not being able to go too far in this game, and we've already used this is our third pitcher of the game here, and we're only in the sixth inning. Need him to have some innings for us and some big innings. So Carter Smith, with two on and no one out, now faces Aron Modlin. Modlin one for three today, and three for seven in the series, with six RBI. Strike one from Carter Smith. Modlin last night, three-run jack in the fifth, in that six-to-three Waves win. 0-1 from Smith to Modlin. That's outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. Ron Modlin has a runner in scoring position. 283 is his season average with runners in scoring position. Wyatt Young is at second. Billy Cook at first. Young on an infield single. Cook on a base on balls. That's ball two to Modlin. game is patient to be a long one here tonight. Almost two and a half hours old. We're not quite two-thirds of the way through. Two balls and a strike. Smith kicks and fires. It's an 89-mile-an-hour fastball for ball three. Three balls and a strike. Well, normally he's 92-93. His arm should be fresh. He's been really good in the back end of the bullpen. Big big pitch here. The 3-1 from Carter. Chopper to third. Backhanded oh, well yeah. by Deming. Oh, yeah. Steps on third for one. Throws to first for two. Perfect. Great double play turned by Austin Deming. Stepping on the bag at third for one. Firing to Cooper Vest to get a second. There's a runner at second, but two are gone here in the top of the sixth. What a bounce-back game for Austin Deming. Yeah, and that's a huge play there. Backhand, short hop, able to touch it, and then throw a strike to first for the double play. I mean, if that ball gets by Deming, one run to two runs possibly score, and all of a sudden they have a big inning. That's a high degree of difficulty at third base. A short hop backhander. A step and a fire to get two. Well done. Two out, one on. As Carter Smith loses his balance on the follow-through but delivers strike one to John Peck. That's the best pitch he's thrown in the night. He should fall over more often. <laughs> now, Carter, he's awesome. He works hard. He's, he's going to be... He is a good pitcher for us. John Peck. The 0-1, two out, one on. 
A half offering called strike. 0-2. So Carter Smith gets to work ahead of the second baseman, John Peck. Peck with a solo shot in the third. Struck out in the first, grounded out in the fourth to sandwich that right field home run. BYU 9, Pepperdine 4, the score. Top six here in Provo. Cougs are being out hit while outscoring Pepperdine by five. And that's away for ball one, one and two, with two gone and one on to John Peck. So Peck one for three tonight with a run scored. He's three for eight with two runs scored. And two RBIs with home runs on both nights. Solo shot last night and a solo dinger tonight. 1-2 to Peck. And laces it foul into the Pepperdine bullpen down the right field line. Stay 1-2. and two. Carter Smith did pitch Tuesday at Utah. 27 pitches in one complete inning of work. Gave up one hit, no run. Struck out one and hit a batter. Did not pitch last night. The 1-2 to John Peck. Runner on second is Billy Cook. And that's a backwards K. Caught looking is John Peck. Carter Smith strikes out Peck to end the Pepperdine sixth. In the top of the sixth for the Waves. No runs on one hit. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go to the bottom of the sixth. BYU 9, Pepperdine 4, the score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Austin Deming, who started off a really nicely turned DP in the top of the sixth, leads off the bottom of the sixth for BYU. Deming two for two, plus a base on balls tonight. And gives that a ride to center field. Center fielder Cook going back, 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 and straight away center. Solo shot. Austin Deming. Wow, what a hit right there. Wow. It's his night. Yes, it is. 10 to 4, the score. Straightaway center field for Austin Deming. A UCCU home run. We're getting a mortgage as seriously fast and super easy. It's UCCU. Just fill out an easy application right on your phone or computer. Learn more at uccu.com. Serious slash seriously fast. Josh Cowden follows Austin Deming to the plate. Austin Deming, three for three. Three runs scored. An RBI on that solo home run. Austin Deming makes the score 10 to 4. And for Deming, home run number two on the year. And what, three or four putouts at third? Nicely done. Having a really nice all around night. We just mentioned the DP helped turn in the top yep. of the sixth. And that was no easy play he made. 2 0, by the way, to Cowden. Cowden goes opposite field. That's slicing away from the left fielder. Off the wall in left field. Uh-oh. Josh Turning going to second and slides in ahead of the throw. It's a double for Cowden following the solo home run by Deming. The Cougars have something going now in the bottom of the sixth. Already leading 10 4, the score, and Cowden to second. It's, it's, this game is so interesting when, you know, you saw it with Utah on Tuesday. When you take a lead on a team and kind of extend, obviously, then all of a sudden offensively you loosen up and you take even better swings. And 
Get the big hit from Mitch last inning. Everyone loosens up, and you get a homer and a double to start this inning. A. Valdez looks to keep the good times rolling. And Abe is two for two with also a base on balls. So look what's happening at the bottom of the order for BYU tonight. Yeah, good yeah, things, right? Really good, really good. Spots six through nine are producing for the Cougs tonight. The 0-1 to Valdez with Cowden at second. And Abe pops that up. First baseman loots back. Peck also there. Peck is going to call for it and handle it in short right field. One out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. BYU will lead through six innings. That we know. The only question now is by how many. When leading after six innings this year, BYU's 15-2 and two on the season. Pepperdine, when trailing after six, two and 18. Cougs have one UCCU home run tonight. Came moments ago off the bat of Austin Deming. Three for three for Dem with a base on balls. This after he'd been one for 15 coming in two tonight. And that wide outside delivery from I, the I, left-hander Murrah. I swear, Greg, we're one. like the solo home run champs this <laughs> we year. Do, do a lot of stuff like with bases empty. All, it seems like 80% of our home runs have been solo shots this year. I mean, I'm just making that up, but it just feels that way. One ball, no strikes, one out, one on. The runner on second is Josh Cowden. Brock Watkins takes strike one. One and one to Watkins. With runners in scoring position, Brock's under 200, 184 his last, on the year. His last at-bat was huge for us. To take that hit-by-pitch slash yep. base on balls, it would have been for the RBI. So Watkins over two with a run, but two RBI. In an RBI ground out in the second, and an RBI hit by pitch in the fifth. Hey, as long as someone crosses the plate, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Two balls and a strike now to Brock. Here with one out and one on in the bottom of the sixth. BYU has scored in four of six innings. Ten to four the lead. Chopper by Brock to his positional opposite Young. Shortstop handles fires, and two are gone. Advancing on the ground out is Cowden to third. So Josh Cowden will be at third with two out. As Watkins grounds out to Wyatt Young, the 6-3 retirement will bring up the top of the order. Mitch McIntyre hitting for a fifth time tonight. And Mitch is two for two, plus two bases on balls. Two RBI double for Mitch in the fifth. That was with the bases loaded, right? Brought home two of the three. Watkins tried to score to clear the bases, but was thrown out at home. So two out, one on. The Cougar leads six. Ten to four the score. Ten runs, ten hits for BYU. Check swing off the fist. Fouled out of play for no balls and a strike. Now, when the, when the Coug- sorry, Tuck, go ahead. He didn't face this pitcher, though, right? They didn't bring him in until Gamble, right? Is that correct? It feels right to me. Yeah. I don't think Mitch saw, saw uh, the side armor. The 0-1 to Mitch. Good pitch right there. Called strike two. Cougs are at 10 runs. Cougs are 4-1 when scoring 10 or more. The only loss with double-digit runs came in that uh, wild 13-12 game at San Diego. Natrero scored four in the bottom of the ninth. I still lose sleep over that one. <laughs> 
And that's a swing and a miss and a foul tip that's caught by the catcher. So Mitch McIntyre strikes out to end the sixth for BYU. It was a one-run inning for BYU. One run on two hits. The big hit was an Austin Deming solo shot to lead off the inning. BYU 10 and Pepperdine 4 the score. One run on two hits. No errors. One was left on. We go top seven. Cougs up six on the waves on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.